Welcome to the Moses Lake Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. This episode is brought to our church by our youth and media pastor, Robert Elliott. We hope that this message will be an encouragement to you, and we would love to hear how God used it in your life. Uh, If you would, grab your Bibles and turn to Luke chapter number 2. Luke chapter number 2 is where we're going to be reading this morning. Uh, And as Brian said, I'm not pastor either, Uh, and uh, thank you for being here this morning and uh, and being faithful to God's house. Um, If you, this is your first time here, I would say this, come back again, please, Uh, and and at least get the opportunity to hear pastor. He's been going through a series that's been so helpful, uh, going through 1 Corinthians, and we got done looking at some of the spiritual gifts, and then uh, looking at uh, the love chapter, 1 Corinthians 13, uh, and just such an awesome, awesome study. It's, it's really just, just from different conversations I've had with people and hearing people talk about uh, some of the things that were, were mentioned during the, the services and during the sermons. It's just been really uh, thought-provoking uh, and, and helpful and just really challenging to, uh, to me at least, and I, I know to some of you, uh, in your walks with the Lord and just uh, striving to uh, be the, the, the person that God has called you to be. And, uh, and so thank you for being here this morning. Again, we're going to be in Luke chapter 2. Um, and if you would follow along with me in your Bible there, I'll have all the verses up on the screen as we go through. Uh, but if you have a Bible with you, uh, you feel free to follow along. Uh, if you would stand with me, we'll, we'll, we'll begin reading in verse number 8. Uh, and we'll read all the way down uh, to verse number 18. It says in Luke 2, 8, it says, And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you, ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from, uh, from them unto heaven, into heaven the shepherds said one to another, Let us go now even unto Bethlehem, and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. In verse number 18, And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. and Thank you for this Christmas time where we can celebrate your birth and you coming to be with us. I thank you for what we'll hear today just from your word, how... Uh, Lord, you, you chose uh, these people to reveal uh, and to announce your birth to, and they were some of the first witnesses of, of you being here on this earth, God. And I thank you for some of the lessons that uh, we see here in your word that we'll look at today. Um, God, I pray that it would be a challenge to us. I pray that we would um, respond to your word as you speak to us, God, and that we wouldn't uh, just leave here the same way that we came, but we would leave differently, God. And I thank you for uh, this opportunity to preach and you know, just lift up, lift up you and, uh, and open your word this morning. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Uh, I love Christmas time. I, I love 
I love everything that comes along with it. I love the, um, the music that we got to sing just a moment ago. And uh, I love even the, the decorations that, that maybe you have around your house and that we put up uh, and you see around town. It's just, it's just a really special time. Uh, it's just a, 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 neat, a neat thing, especially when you have kids around the house. And, uh, and it's just a really, um, there's some excitement that, 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 is, it, that comes along with just you enter into maybe December, Thanksgiving is over, and, uh, and you see things changing as, as far as just putting up decorations. Maybe you have a Christmas tree in your house. Maybe uh, you have a manger scene or something like that, and you're uh, explaining to, to your kids or, if, or, or you, you're, you're, you're talking to them about what Christmas really means, and it's fun. I, I mean, I, it's just really special. We have, uh, we have three kids, me and my wife. We have uh, Adeline Weston and, and little Lainey, and uh, and uh, and so uh, they're 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 an awesome group of kids that that are just uh, Lainey's just just a baby right now, but Adeline and Weston are just uh, learning and t- soaking up so much, uh, and uh, and. Uh, over this is random, but in Christmas around Christmas time, uh, I. I you also get a lot of the other stuff that isn't necessarily Bible-related, but it's still fun at the same time. Uh, and you, you hear songs on the radio, Santa Claus is coming to town, and all these different things. And they're fun. It's just, it's, they're fun, fun songs to listen to. And, and uh, we've never really, with our kids, we've never told them much about Santa. And we've never really told them that Santa's the one that puts... puts Presents under the under the tree. No, we, we we let them know it's actually us that bought the presents. And and uh, but it, it, whatever you decide to do with your kids, it's fine. I'm not I'm not bagging on it or anything. It's up to you to do whatever you want to do. But uh, the only time our kids really have been exposed or to to Santa or uh, heard about uh, him, other than like a song on the radio, is is our Christmas party that we do uh, as a church. And uh, and. Uh, every year that we've done this, Santa Claus has showed up to our Christmas party. And uh, it, in case you didn't know it, it's Pastor. Uh, Pastor comes, <laughs> all dressed up. Really, I mean, his outfits, it's, it's, it's like, it's awesome. And he, he does a great job. And kids, I mean, what, I don't know if everybody catches on, but a lot of the younger kids don't really realize it's, it's Pastor there. And uh, the, first time, the first time that he came dressed as Santa... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Addie was scared out of her mind, and uh, and and Weston kind of had the same response initially. This was two years ago, I think it was, and uh, and every year he's come after that. And so, anytime a song like like Santa Claus is coming to town comes on the radio, or uh, she hears it in the store, it immediately, Pastor, you know, and. Uh, <laughs> Because once she, once Pastor's secret identity was revealed, that's that's who Pastor is. It's his. It's Pastor and Pastor equals Santa Claus. And so, uh, and so, um, I don't I don't know. They listen to songs like that, and they kind of get an idea that, I mean, he sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. That Pastor has some pretty amazing superpowers, uh, and uh, I think they're going to get a wrong idea of who Pastor really is if they keep believing it. Um, but. Uh, yeah, it's just interesting. Uh, they, they, they love this Christmas time. They love uh, all the lights and everything that we do. And, uh, and they, um, some of the songs that, that Addie and Weston love to sing, uh, one of their favorites is the, is the title of my message today, Go Tell It on the Mountain. And they, they love that one. I tried to get them to come up here and sing it for you this morning, but they refused. Uh, and, uh, and you would have loved it. And they, 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 they love to sing. And, uh, and so maybe someday, maybe we'll, we'll get them to come up here again and sing for, for you. Uh, but Go Tell It on the Mountain uh, is really uh, the title of my message today. And it's, it's just looking at the, this awesome story about how God chose these simple men uh, to reveal 
the, the most amazing message that has ever been given uh, and, and allow them to be the ones, to, to be the first people to go and tell others about him. And uh, it's, it's just such, such an awesome story. And I love their response uh, when, once they heard the message. And we'll talk about it today. Their response was, was to, to go and tell what they have seen. And, and that should be our response as well. And that's, that's what really we're going we're gonna to focus on today. Um, and uh, and I, I pray that something that's said would be a help, and, uh, and as we get into this message, uh, I pray that you can apply some of the things that we talk about. God's Word is there for our learning, it's there for our, uh, our growth and instruction, and, just, uh, and I pray that we would all take to heart what we hear and, and look at today. Uh, and, and so in, we see here in Luke chapter 2 the account concerning the manger uh, and the birth of Christ, and those are given in verses 1 through 7, and what we just read was verses 8 through uh, 18. And, uh, and we read about the, those men that really would be considered outcasts uh, in Israel's society. They weren't, if you were to rank some of the occupations of the day, uh, being a shepherd wouldn't be at the top, I guarantee it. It, it, it was probably one of the lower occupations. Maybe some people, those, those men uh, may not have been uh, well-ranked in Israel's society uh, of importance. Uh, yet, isn't it wonderful the very first recipients of the news of the coming Christ child were these simple men like you and me. I mean, literally, they, they just, it's, it's amazing. And this morning, I want to, to see not only that their heart of worship, but I want you to see their mouth uh, to witness and to tell others uh, about the one they had seen in Bethlehem's manger. So if you would notice with me this morning, there's an unex, unexpected announcement, an unexpected announcement in verse number nine. It says in verse number nine, and lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. They were sore afraid. Um, as far as announcements go, this is pretty effective. And I've, 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 I've heard of um, pretty, some interesting announcements, and you, you, you might have heard of them as well. Uh, maybe it's, it's a, a, a birth announcement, and you're, you're letting, letting the world know through Facebook or posting a video or a picture of, of your baby that's, be, that's being born, or even the, the gender of your baby. And uh, they, they do these gender reveal parties, and they do some kind of uh, big way of letting people know, hey, it's a boy or it's a girl, and you've, you've heard of them. Uh, you've seen them, and you've heard of some of the uh, the, the the fails as well that that really did that went, that did not go well. You probably saw this on the news, uh, this video of this couple that that in California, I think actually it was Arizona, I believe, uh, that um, they were they were announcing to the world that they were having a baby boy, and and uh, they ended up telling a whole lot more people than they expected, and uh, uh, and what happened actually is like forty five thousand acres that were set on fire due to this one uh, explosion that, that uh, and it cost, cost uh, in the damages, I have it here, uh, eight, up to $8 million of damage just from one simple announcement. Uh, and it definitely, they got more than they were asking for, for sure. I know they were, they were just excited. I mean, I, I, don't, I, I just can imagine putting myself in that situation. Uh, but they weren't thinking very much, uh, uh, for sure. Uh, and a lot of people heard about the baby boy, and, uh, and a lot more people than they were expecting. And uh, it was an effective announcement. Uh, and, you know, but here we see angels, uh, we see angels uh, announcing to these shepherds. And um, 
Uh, it says there, And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. Sore afraid. This announcement, it was compelling. It was compelling. And uh, one of the reasons I would say that it is compelling is because of how shocking it must have been. I mean, you put yourselves in their shoes. The Bible says, and lo, and that, that word lo, it means to look here, to grab your attention. Uh, it, it, it was fascinating, yet a very startling announcement. And uh, I, I can imagine if I was a shepherd, maybe here out in Moses Lake somewhere, out in the, maybe out in the, uh, close to the sand dunes where it was kind of, it's kind of barren out there and then you're watching your sheep. We're out there together and, and it's a quiet night and, and you're sitting there. Maybe you have a fire going. I don't know. Maybe you're just there just trying to stay warm and you're talking to your friend and talking about whatever shepherds talk about, you know, about how dumb your sheep are or whatever the case may be. And, uh, and they were just bored. And, but then all of a sudden we read the Bible, these words, Lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. I believe with all my heart, that was an amazing moment. And, but also a very startling moment. And uh, it, it, was made, it, was, it was made to them in a very startling, startling way. And that it came to these common men. Uh, surveys, they've been done. You've seen them as well, like maybe up through Facebook or email or whatever, and they, they have uh, these surveys that um, they have you answer these questions about you have a certain like, a movie or a popular show or story or book or whatever, and they, you answer questions about yourself, and, uh, and it tells you which character you are most like. And, and uh, you know, you end up going through these 10 questions, and it tells you, oh, you're like Han Solo from Star Wars. Or, you know, uh, you, you know it, it, it tells you uh, which character you would probably most identify with. And, um, and you might have taken some, something like that, a survey like that, and enjoyed that maybe. Uh, there was also a survey similar to that uh, that asked 10 questions, and it, and, uh, and it, it was given to a bunch of people. And, and really, that survey uh, was about the, Christ, the Christmas story. It mentioned uh, Mary and Joseph and, and uh, the, the wise men and the, these shepherds and others as well. Uh, and and the, the survey came, and, and uh, the results of the survey really were uh, just uh, that most people identified with these shepherds. And um, just working men... Along the way, and all of a sudden, God's grace was made available to them. And, and just, it just I, I, like you and like me, we, we probably really identify with these, uh, these, these simple men uh, in, in a very many ways. And I, I don't know, uh, it, actually, let's go ahead and read verse number nine one more time. It says, And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were, the last two words, sore afraid. I don't know too much about Greek, and, uh, and uh, I took, I, I went to Bible college, and, and I enjoyed it in my time there, four years there, and in, down in California, I did take two semesters of Greek, and I can tell you, I don't know very much about Greek, and I, I don't know if, if it was uh, just the sleep deprivation that I had during that time, or uh, I think I was dating, yeah, it, was, it, was, it would have been, uh, it might have been that, uh, and so... Um, Anyway, whatever the, for whatever reason, I don't I have too much retention of the things I learned during those classes. Uh, but as you read and you look at some of the words uh, that are, are associated with, with what we see here, the, the sore afraid, 
the words there are, are megaphobos. And I think you, you don't have to understand Greek, Greek to, to have an appreciation for those two words. I mean, it definitely, it's showing us they were, you know, the translation, I guess, could be, could be they were really scared. And, uh, you know, I, I mean, they were scared, uh, they, they were scared at, the, at what they had seen on that night. Though these were probably men's men, and they, they, were, uh, they were tough, and maybe even like, like David willing to fight, fight a lion or a bear, uh, and, uh, and they were rough shepherds, but when they saw this, they were sore afraid. It, it was a compelling announcement. It grabbed their attention. And may I say something this morning? God does not want us to be afraid of him. But when you understand who Jesus is and when you are in the presence of God, there is a certain kind of fear that should come into your heart. It's really more of an awe or a reverence. And uh, there is an understanding that you are standing in the presence of, of a holy God. You are, you, are, you, you are on holy ground and you are worshiping the Lord. And it involves a healthy respect from your heart for your creator, God. And uh, it, I'm just saying that the shepherds, when they, the angels appeared to them, they were just in awe. They were in shock. And, uh, and that's why I'm thankful for the music today, this Christmas season, uh, because it helps us step back and really think about our Savior and who he is and uh, how great our God really is. And what a beautiful name it is. I mean, we sung, we sung that, and, and it's, it's an awesome reminder of who our God is. And so this announcement, it was a compelling announcement, but, but it was also a comforting announcement. Uh, in verse 10, it says, And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. And now I love these words, fear not, don't you? Uh, Fear not. Last year during our Christmas time, he, he taught us a, a series on the fear nots of Christmas, and he went through the different times that it's mentioned in the Christmas story to fear not. Micah is doing the same thing right now over in Rich, at Rich Point in, in Wenatchee. Uh, he's preaching through, through the same, uh, same stories, and, uh, and he's been telling me about them. He comes into the office probably once a week, depending on the week, and, uh, and from Wenatchee, and uh, we were just talking about it this past week. Uh, and uh, he's going through that, and, uh, and if you're like me, um, you need to hear those words, fear not. You'll find them a lot in the Bible, God telling his people to fear not. It, it might be a medical test or it might be a phone call or a pink slip or, or something to do with a child or, or something that's happening in our society. Uh, fear comes to many different people in many different ways. Uh, and, uh, but uh, I'm thankful that tonight I have a Bible that's filled with times where God says to his people, fear not. It really is. You can, you can do a study on it someday. Look at all the times that God says to his people to fear not. Uh, and in Luke chapter 1, verse 13, uh, it, it says this, But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zacharias, uh, for thy prayer is heard. And uh, Zacharias wondered, uh, and he had reason to wonder uh, what was going on and with his wife Elizabeth and when John the Baptist would come and everything that was going on with that. Uh, and and, and Zachar- God said to Zacharias, hey, fear not, Zacharias. And in Luke chapter 1, verse 30, it says, And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. You see all this news from the John the Baptist to the virgin birth of Jesus Christ uh, and all the proclamations by the angels 
with all of those, you have to recognize that there's been a period of time for at least like 400 years where God had not been revealing himself to, by prophets or by angels or by anything. Uh, and he, he, it was kind of a period of silence uh, for God's people. And they, they had uh, been waiting and, uh, and there hadn't been a lot of angels showing up. And there hadn't been a lot of all this that we're talking about today uh, taking place. And suddenly... There is a new wave of revelation happening, and a New Testament era really is beginning. Uh, and the announcement, it grabbed their attention. It startled them uh, to, to uh, and, 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 and God says to them, hey, fear not. Uh, you, you know, I don't know what you may be afraid of this morning, but know this. If it's in God's will, I would say to you, fear not. If it's in God, if God has allowed it in your life, don't, don't, don't be fearful of, of what's going on. Fear not. The angel says to them, fear not. Notice, he says uh, also this, for behold, in verse 10, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. Uh, now, if, if this was me and I was a shepherd and I was overwhelmed and maybe the brightness of everything and the glory of God and I was so afraid, uh, I would be pretty excited to hear this part of the, his, you know, the proclamation here, the, the, the angel's uh, announcement, where they say, hey, guess what? I've got good news for you. And because uh, and, uh, if, if it wasn't, they didn't get to that part, I'd be like, okay, this is going to be bad. You know? and, uh, and you know, it'd make me even more fearful uh, because uh, it could be bad otherwise. right? And I think the angel realized the fear of the shepherds when he said, hey, fear not, for behold, I, get, I bring you good tidings. The good tidings, it refers to messianic blessings. And uh, he said, I'm here to bring you good news concerning the Messiah. And, uh, and I'm bringing you news concerning the Savior of the world. He says, not only good tidings, but I bring you good tidings of great joy. Uh, and um, he said, what I'm going to tell you is going to bring great joy to your heart. I'm so thankful that we are living here in Moses Lake, a city that was not even around 2,000 years, uh, was not even around when this proclamation was given 2,000 years ago, uh, and yet it's still something that brings joy to my heart. Does that make sense? And we are sitting here today, and if you're sitting here today and you have joy in your heart because of this proclamation that was given, this announcement, uh, I'm thankful for that. There's, there's joy in my heart this morning because Jesus is in my heart. The angel said, I've got good news for you, and it's going to bring you great joy. And then he says this also in verse 10, not only great joy, but great joy, which shall be to, what's the next free words? All people, all people. What he said here, he said, what I have for you here, it's, it's an, a whosoever kind of message. You know, you know John 3, 3, 16, for God so loved the world that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. It's, it's the whole world. It's, it's for everyone, for every person, every, every single human being. This is, this is a message for everyone. And uh, it's, it's those from, who are from all different kinds of backgrounds, people that may have been from a broken home or in their, and have that in their background. It's for people that have difficulty or uh, dysfunction, or it's for people that they think they have it all together. It's for people that may not have it all together, and, uh, and, uh, or uh, for people that have... Uh, are, have been blessed and people that have less. It's for everyone. And um, it, it for, it's for everybody who would simply turn to Jesus Christ. This is going to be good news for all people. And I'm thankful that we serve a God who brings good news for everybody. 
right? And uh, I, I love, uh, I, I think about this for a second. Uh, uh, well, this is just a fun, fun, fun little thing with my, my kids. Um, uh, we, I, I'm glad that they're at an age now where uh, I can get them gifts that not only they can enjoy, but I can enjoy, right? And, uh, and it's kind of a selfish thing, but they are now entering the, the age of Lego. And, uh, and if, you, if you know me, when I was a kid, this was, this was my life, really. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I could not get enough Lego, and uh, my parents still have that, those Lego sets, and I'm glad that now I'm, I'm like, okay, great. I can now bring them up here because they're going to play with them, and, and, and they're going to enjoy them. But also, I can now, as a father, go to the store buy Lego with my money, in which I can do that, because I have money. I didn't have money when I was a kid, and I can actually put their names on it and put it under the Christmas tree. And there's an under, like, you turn, if you turn the, you know, the name tag over, it's, I was going to say, also to daddy as well. So uh, it, it, it's, it's, it, it's going to be a great time, because those gifts are not just for Addie or just for Weston. Those are also for me as well. And uh, it's, it's for more than just them. And this news that was given to the shepherds, it was not just for the shepherds. It, the, the, the angels made it clear, hey, this news is not just for you. It's for all people. It's going to bring great joy to all people. And uh, this, this news, uh, it was comforting. And, um, and although that gift, I, I, I want you to understand that that good news is for everyone individually. It's something that you can possess a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Good, good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. So not only was this news compelling, it was, uh, the, this announcement, it was compelling, it was comforting. It, it, and then also I want to notice it was complete. It was complete. Notice how complete this announcement was. For unto you, verse 11, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Notice how complete this one simple verse is. It says here, the city of David. That is the city of Bethlehem. And if you know uh, we see that the, some of the prophecies about the Messiah, you see in Micah, Micah 5.2, it wrote uh, many years before this took place that, hey, it says in, in, in Micah 5.2, but thou, Bethlehem Ephratah, that though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall come forth unto me, uh, that is to be ruler in Israel. And uh, not Ephrata, because that looks a little, is it spelled differently, I think? I'm pretty sure. Uh, Ephrata, and, and it's Bethlehem. And it was prophesied that this is where the Messiah was going to be born. And uh, we see this prophetic truth of the Old Testament unfolding here now in the lives of Mary uh, and Joseph and now with the shepherds. And so the place it was prophesied, but also in this simple verse, we see that uh, we see also some other things as well. Um, it says, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior. Um, and uh, Matthew one twenty one, it says this, and, and she shall bring forth the Son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Aren't you thankful for our Savior? First John 4, 9 says this, it, in this was manifested the love of God toward us, because that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. And I'm thankful for all throughout God's word that we see this news of what, what Christ did and why he came. 
And, and we see here, right in this simple verse, the reason, the, the, the purpose behind him coming and being born in that manger. Right here, it's simple. He was born here in Bethlehem. That was, that was where it took place. But also, here's the reason why he's being born. He's a savior. Uh, and uh, you see also in this verse, the Bible is very clear uh, that for unto you is born this day uh, in the city of David a savior who is the Savior? It says, right here, it says, what's the next three words? Which is Christ the Lord. Whom? All right, one more time. Christ the Lord. Uh, our Savior is Christ the Lord. And the place there is Bethlehem. The purpose is our redemption, our Savior. And the, the position here is a place of omnipotence. And, uh, and, and it, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. The word Lord speaks of the Messiah. In Isaiah 9, 6, it says, For unto you, unto, unto, unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government should be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Do you understand that Christ, Jesus Christ, is an equal person of the Trinity. Do you understand that? And uh, uh, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And, and do you understand that Isaiah 9, 6, what I just read, Jesus ref- is referred to as the mighty God. He's referred to as the everlast- everlasting Father synonymously. And, and we read that Jesus Christ is as being equal with God the Father. And uh, this little verse here in verse 11 has got, got to be one of the most comprehensive verses in all of the Bible that just that's really just show us not only where Jesus was born, but we see the purpose behind Jesus being born and, uh, and, and then also the purpose for which he died and the position of uh, his omnipotence as that, that he is the Lord of the universe. This little baby that's being born in Bethlehem is Jesus the Lord, and he is Lord of all. We see that this unexpected announcement that came to the shepherd, these the shepherds, uh, was a simple, these simple working shepherds, uh, but we also see this. We, we want to see this, a miraculous appearance, and we'll keep moving on this morning. A miraculous appearance. Uh, in verse 12, it says, In this day, and this shall be a sign unto you, Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. Now we read about an appearing in the manger and of Jesus. In Philippians 2, 5, it says this, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation. And he took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And, it, and then also it goes on to say this, it's on the screen, and being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself, became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. And, uh, and it's, it's important to know that, that Jesus, and it's humbling to know that Jesus would be born in a manger, that, that, that he uh, became uh, obedient, and he he he, he went. Uh, he humbled himself to, to and and and, and come, came down to us. Uh, God becoming a man and coming to the manger, coming to the earth, so that we might be saved. So humbling. 
The Bible says in 1 Timothy 2.5, For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. Jesus is the one who brings us to God. The church can't bring you to God. The, our pastor, he cannot bring us to God. Uh, you, don't, you don't pray into a booth. We don't pray to a pastor. Uh, Jesus is the mediator. Uh, and this past week, I, I'm thankful my mom had the opportunity to come up and finally was able to, to get away from some of the, the responsibilities that she had down in California. And uh, she was able to come for the first time and see our, our baby Lainey. And, uh, and we got to spend uh, uh, five days with her and had an awesome, awesome time. Uh, and, uh, and she, I mean, we've, we, over the past years, uh, and, and She's been up many times over the past years, but over the past six months, we've done a whole lot of FaceTime, a whole lot of, she's sent us letters, and we've called her, and uh, wanted the kids to see her and my dad as much as possible, uh, and it, it, those are special times to be able to see, uh, see them over, over the phone and over FaceTime, and, and we send them videos, and they'd send us videos, and, and just really a good time with that, but there was something extremely special uh, in, about her actually coming to be with us here in Washington, uh, just the just the the experience of of uh, her being able to hold uh, hold Lainey and being able to play. She read. I'm telling you, my mom. She's just, she's been. She's been a teacher for 40, 40 years, uh, and she just retired, uh, but yet she's still teaching. She's still substituting. Uh, and, but uh, she, she's been a teacher for 40 years. For many of those years, it's been a kindergarten. So Adeline is, she's in kindergarten right now. And so my mom was like, this is, this is my time, you know. And so she came up. She brought a, half of her suitcase was packed full of books. And, uh, and uh, she read I, probably 100, maybe even 150 books this week just because she wouldn't say no. And my kids just love it, and they're soaking it up, and they're just, they're just asking her one book after another, can you read us another one? And my mom just, just okay, you know. And I'm like, isn't your voice tired by now? Uh, but, you know, she just, she just kept doing it. She loves it, and our kids loved it. It was special. I mean, those letters and those FaceTime calls, and, the, and those, those, were, those were great. But there was something special about her coming to be with us. And, you know, for for, thousands, for hundreds and hundreds and even thousands of years, God had communicated with his people, right? And, but uh, through, through prophets and through, through angels and through letters and you know, different, different ways of communicating with his people. But there came a time when God came to be with us. You know, I love the name Emmanuel. Uh, and it, it, one of my favorite names of God. Uh, of Jesus here, I, I think I have the verse. It's in Matthew, Matthew chapter one. Uh, it says, "Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which, being interpreted, is God with us." Special. I mean, there is something incredible about that. The, the, that God humbled Himself. And became a man so that he might be with us. And, and that, that's what he did. And it, it, it's uh, when God came to this earth, the deity appeared in the manger. But notice as well, the deity was adored in heaven as well. In verse 13, it says, And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, I'll continue on in a second. But here we see a great number. There's a multitude, the Bible says. 
and we don't know how many angels were there. I mean, you could guess. I mean, there's, there, there's got to be thousands or even millions of angels. Uh, you, can, you can look in other parts of the Bible that kind of give numbers as, as, to, as the number of, of these creatures that surround the throne. And, 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 and even Revelation uh, 5.11, it says, Behold, I heard the voice of many angels round about the throne and the beasts and the elders, and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Uh, some of you that may be mathematicians in this room can come up and, and explain to me how many that would be. I mean, uh, and we don't know how many angels are, are there, were there at that moment when they, were, when, when they were praising God with their voices, but I'm telling you, there was a lot. Yeah, a multitude is a lot. And, uh, and um, uh, some of you, it says here that there was a multitude. The Bible says that they were singing and praising God, and they were honoring God for what he had done. Glory to God in the highest, verse 14. And on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. Let's just say that all together this morning. Ready? Begin. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. Now, one more time, like a happy angel, okay? One more time, all right. Uh, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. They were glorifying God because the Savior had been born. And uh, when we sing praises to God, we are singing what the angels sing. We are worshiping who the angels worshiped. I hope you realize that. It's, it's, It's special. We are honoring the Lord Jesus Christ. Glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. There ought to be something in our hearts, no matter what's going on at home, no matter how your work week was, uh, and uh, that when we hear about the Christmas story, we say, glory to God in the highest. He came down that I might be saved. Uh, The apostle said, thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift. So we we saw this, that that, uh, his... uh, an unexpected announcement. We saw in a miraculous appearance, but let's notice lastly an immediate, the immediate action of the shepherds. And in verse 15, it says, And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them unto heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us go, let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which is told them concerning this child. So let's notice, first of all, the shepherds seeking Christ. It says, let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass. I wonder what it is that you need to do now in response to the word of God. Not later. These shepherds didn't say, okay, you know... After I get some sleep, uh, I'm going to go back to bed. I'm going to keep talking about what I was talking about before you all angels showed up. And no, no, what, what, what do we need to do now and in response to the way God is working in our heart? They knew from what they had received, they needed to immediately go to Bethlehem to see the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, the Christians, all the Christ, Christ, Christmas presents, sorry, all, all the Christmas presents in the world are worth nothing without Christ. And, 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 they knew that what they had the opportunity to do was to seek after the Lord Jesus Christ. And so the shepherds sought Christ. That's what they did. It's, it, immediately they, they ran however far it was. They were on the hills outside of Bethlehem. 
and they ran into town and they sought after the baby that was lying in a manger, knowing that who was there was Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And, but also, I want you to see this. The shepherds, they shared Christ. They shared Christ. In verse 17, And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. Let me just say, when we have truly worshipped, when we have seen Christ, there will be a response. There will be something that we do now. There will be something that God causes us to do now. When we see him high and lifted up, we, we, when we see who he really is, uh, it, it says, and when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. Read that together with me. In verse 17, and when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. You see, the shepherds, they saw the Lord Jesus Christ. Then there was something that they had to do. Guess what they did? They went to people. They went to people that were in town, whoever they came in contact with. And they weren't ashamed, they weren't scared, or they weren't reserved. Guess what? Something happened, and this you need to know about. They, they told everybody. And they got different responses, I'm sure. Uh, and some of the Bible talks about how some pondered it in their hearts. And, and, and they went around telling, no matter who, who they came in contact with, the, that the Messiah is born. And, uh, and they wanted others to know what they now knew concerning Jesus Christ. When we have truly worshipped the Lord, when we recognize who he is and that he is high and lifted up, we reckon, and we recognize that the perfect Son of God has come down when they saw this deity that was wrapped in humanity and they realized that this was a fulfillment of prophecy of Micah and Isaiah, and when they recognized that this, is what the, this is, was truly glad tidings of great joy, it was for all people. When they saw it, they said, hey, we've got to go tell other people. We've got to go. Let's, let's go. We've got, we got, we got to do something. And we, we, can't, we can't keep this to ourselves. This is something that others need to hear about. And, uh, and so... I will say that when we see him, there will be a desire in our heart that we want to tell somebody else about him. Over the past eight years since me and Beth have been here up in Washington, and I'm so thankful for being able to be on staff here and, and just serve in the different ways, uh, just uh, they're great opportunities. And uh, we've seen uh, teenagers that have come to see Christ, and it's been an awesome time just working with the teenagers. And uh, sometimes it's difficult, sometimes it's, 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 it's awesome. Uh, but uh, when, we come, when there's teens that come in, they accept Christ as their Savior, I can almost, almost every single time that it's happened, there has been a desire in their hearts to tell somebody else. I, I, I can guarantee you, they, they, they wanted to let somebody else know, that they, somebody that they knew, maybe a, maybe a parent or a friend, and I've seen them it, with just the, their actions bringing along others who, want to, who then would be able to hear as well. And I've seen that with adults as well. The many of you in the, here in this room that have come to know Christ here at Moses Lake Baptist Church, that same response, it's been, it's been encouraging to see. And, and, and it's, it's something that I know I, I'm so th- our pastor and every single one of you are thankful for, those people that have come to see Christ. And there's been many over the past eight years that uh, we, 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 sometimes we, we, we try to think through all the different people. And it's an encouraging thing to do just to look back on blessings of people that had just received Jesus Christ. But the commonality between almost every single one of them is a desire in their hearts for others to know as well. And, and uh, so I, I have the feeling that for many of you, when you first got saved, 
you wanted other people to know how to get saved as well. And when you first realized that it's all Christ and nothing else, you wanted to really explain that to your parents and to your friends. You wanted others to know. I just want to say this Christmas, as we draw close to the Lord, as we worship him and through these services and at your home, uh, and uh, I want, let me encourage you, don't forget to make known abroad the saying that you have seen and heard about the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't forget to let others know what you know, and what you believe. I don't know exactly everything that will happen this next Sunday night as we have our Christmas presentation. I, I, I'm in the loop on many things, but honestly, I, don't, I can't tell you exactly what pastor's preaching. I, don't, I haven't seen his notes. And, uh, and uh, I, I, have, I have a long thing of notes here from my, from my preaching today. I have not seen that for pastor. I don't even know if he's seen that for his, his own. He may have. He's a planner. So he has, he has a, lot of, a lot, lot of things that he, he does ahead of time. Uh, I haven't, don't know every song that's being sung. I, 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 I know that I've heard some of the practices and sounding great. I don't know every video that's going to take place, but I do know this, that next Sunday night, as we have this, the, these, the, the special Christmas presentation, I know this, that Jesus Christ will be lifted up. Amen. I know that the gospel will be preached. I, I know that there, there will be opportunity for those that come next Sunday night to an opportunity for them to respond to what they've heard. And just as these shepherds had an opportunity, uh, there will be opportunity to receive what Jesus has done. And I, th- that opportunity that, that, that is always available to anybody, but I'd know this for sure. If, if, for those that you invite, those friends that you know need to hear the gospel, it's a great opportunity. It's a great opportunity to, to reach out and, to, and bring them along so they, they themselves may hear the good news of Jesus Christ. And, uh, and so... In verse 17, one more time, it says, And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. Thank you for listening to this message. We hope it's been an encouragement to you. And if you'd like any further information about our church, we'd like to encourage you to visit mlbc.church.